0: I'm Michelle. I'm Rob. And this is Two
1: Two Librarians librarians Walking to a a Shelf.
0: shelf. Thank you for listening to us today, this podcast for the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library System. Today we're going to be talking about jobs.
1: Working for the man.
0: What are we doing the rest of the month?
1: Next week... We are celebrating Rex Manning Day, and we're celebrating Rex Manning Day the only way you can celebrate Rex Manning Day, and that's with teen movies. Yeah. Um, If you don't know what Rex Manning Day is, you've got a week to watch Empire Records and catch up with the rest of us. Uh, But next week, we're going to talk about cult movies, and we are going to share a beloved teen movie from our teens with each other. Yeah. Michelle, you've got me watching Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. And you're watching...
0: Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So, yep. That'll be a fun episode. On the 16th, it'll be a classic, two librarians walk to a shelf, two books, and a movie episode.
1: On the 23rd, it's poetry month, so we're going to have a poetry slam and then talk about weddings. Weddings in the media. Yeah. Here comes the bride. Uh, And our our own weddings, movies about weddings, books about weddings.
0: And on the 30th, we're going to be interviewing the library's uh, public relations person, Melanie Thornton. And we're also kind of like calling ourselves out. We keep dogging on James Patterson. We've got our coworkers dogging on James Patterson. We're reading a James Patterson. We're reading Along Came a Spider, the book that started it all. Do you I, think we'll do it? I'm
1: so excited.
0: I don't know what to think yet. I'm I, nervous. Uh,
1: we, <laughs> the books came in. We do have... We have one copy in the system, and I've got it. And we have, what, one audio book? One
0: audiobook and I have it.
1: And uh, well, So
0: we'll find out.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen one way or the other.
0: All right. Well, I hope you join us for the rest of the month. we got lots of fun stuff planned for you. So tell me, Rob, I hear you've got some hot takes.
1: Yes, hot takes. The biggest news right now is this Snyder cut of Justice League. Yeah. That's all I hear about. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the Snyder cut? They don't even call it Justice League. It's the Snyder cut. Okay. I am so excited that the Snyder cut finally came out because now I no longer have to hear about the Snyder cut coming out. It's not for me. I am not a superhero movie guy. You know, I, I, the last couple I watched were so horrible. Um, I can't even, I, you know, and I watch a lot of really greasy, chunky movies. So I would rather like in the time that it would take to watch the Snyder cut, I could watch like three Friday the 13th movies and be happy as a pig in slop. So I don't know. Do you watch these, these flicks, the superhero movies?
0: I've watched a few of them, but it's, that's not my thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So everybody asks because, you know, when you're a fan, they think you're a fan of everything. You know, I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm happy, honestly, that uh, he got the opportunity to do his own version because I know that there was a tragedy that kept him from finishing it and no one was happy with the version that Joss Whedon did and we don't like him anymore, so we can remove that from our memory and replace it with the Snyder Cut. So for all my friends who were excited about it coming out, I'm happy that you've been able to watch it. And uh, let's just get on with our lives now. Let's let's just move on.
0: I'm going to watch four hours of Henry Cavill, I'm going to watch The Witcher.
1: Okay, fair.
0: I, as Superman, no, nothing. But as The Witcher. You're there. Yeah.
1: Okay, well. Like, I don't want to watch anything that's four hours long. <laughs>
0: Or if it's four hours long, break it up into four pieces.
1: Yeah, I guess. Like, that's, then that's a TV show. Exactly. So, the Snyder Cut TV show.
0: This has been a, a new episode of Hot Takes with Rob.
1: <laughs> hey, if you like it, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was worth the wait. And, again, it's very cool that he got the opportunity to finish it. So, All right. Jobs. Michelle. We have them. <laughs> yes, it's <that's> true. <laughs> We're actually doing them, if you can believe that. What? What is the worst job you ever had?
0: Pushing carts at Kroger.
1: Oh, that sounds
0: awesome. It was terrible. It doesn't matter. It, like, it can be 100 degrees outside. It can be pouring down rain. It didn't matter. You still had to push your carts. That job was the worst
1: was that like a high school job?
0: Yeah, it was like summer high school misery.
1: And there's a million other things you'd rather be doing than walking around the pushing parking carts lot, Getting carts. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's one of those good jobs that kind of starts to build responsibility.
0: It did. It gave me an appreciation for other types of work that I do. Right. Like I would much rather wait tables than push carts.
1: See, it's, that's building perspective. Yeah. You have something to compare.
0: I think it's important to have crappy jobs. Yeah. But not forever.
1: No, no, no. But it does give you a perspective. And especially would, when you're a kid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. My first uh, couple jobs were dishwasher, but I didn't hate those jobs. They were actually pretty cool because I had them with my friends. You know, when you're working with your friends, every day is a play day. It wasn't, we didn't take it so serious that it was a big deal, but – uh the worst job I ever had would probably be any job I had in retail. Retail's the worst.
0: Retail's pretty terrible.
1: I just don't have the – I don't have what it takes to do retail. I mean, if if if, if a work week was only six hours long and I'd, ha- I'd go in and work like an hour and ten minutes a day, I could probably do retail again.
0: Sure. I could do anything for an hour and ten minutes a exactly. day. Exactly.
1: But they still require you to work 40 hours a week.
0: Oh. Uh. <laughs> and uh,
1: those jobs are rough. I admire anybody that works retail and enjoys – Working retail. I guess it probably depends on what it is, too.
0: I think there's probably some places that are nicer than others to work. It's like I worked at Starbucks for a long time. It's like half food service, half retail. So it was like a mix. Still had to do inventory.
1: Oh, I hate inventory. But it wasn't
0: like a full store, you know? like It's just a few things.
1: So what was like the best job you ever had? The library. The library? Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, We do we have to say that?
0: No, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say the video store.
1: The video store yeah. in the 80s, checking out VHS and Betamax. I love that. I know. I love that. I do that here. I like cruise the DVDs when you guys can't find me. I'm over there trying to get people to rent stuff. They're like, dude, we're not renting them. can just borrow them. I'm like, you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: You can rent this one for the low, low price of free, my good sir. <laughs>
1: but you have to have it back in at least eight weeks.
0: <laughs> it's nothing like the video store.
1: Nothing like the video store, but I do like talking movies with people. And, you know, it's fun helping people find books and all that too. But the video store, I got paid to eat snacks and watch videos every oh day, five days, five days a week. And then I went home and and for free ate snacks and watched videos.
0: (laughs) I see why this worked for you.
1: Sometimes I would leave the video store after being there from 8 to 10 hours, go to the movies, and then go home and stay up all night watching movies.
0: (laughs) You had it made.
1: I did. Oh, the glory days. And that's one of those things that I knew that I had it made. I knew life was never going to get better than that. I knew it at the time, so uh, I appreciated it for what it was worth. But I am lucky enough, I do love working uh, at the library now, and this is the second closest job I've ever had to doing that. Okay. So. What
0: was the first closest job? The other video store?
1: The other video store I worked at. The comic book store I worked at and (laughs) treated people horribly. So uh, I think that we have got to help people – If you're new to the job world or if you're looking for a change in the job world, we have a list of 10 book titles that might help you find the job that you'll fall in love with.
0: All right. Number 10, my school, meet the cafeteria workers.
1: Number nine, Arctic Trucker.
0: Number eight, when I grow up, a young person's guide to interesting and unusual occupations.
1: Number seven, gorilla doctor.
0: Number six, what do you want to do when you grow up? Starting the next chapter of your life.
1: Number five, cowboys and coffin makers. 119th century jobs you might have feared or fancied.
0: Are there jobs for women in that book?
1: Yes, there are. First jobs mentioned are mountain woman or frontier farmer wife.
0: Okay, then. Number four, leadership secrets of Attila the Hun.
1: Number three. The Truth About Forever.
0: Oh, that's that book about a girl that works at the library. Yeah. Number two, Joy at Work.
1: And number one, Blowing My Way to the Top.
0: That's the uh, celebrity by the celebrity hairstylist that does the Kardashians' hair. I bet that's interesting. Well, those are a few books you can check out if you're looking for a new career, looking to re-spark the love of your current career, or you just want to learn about somebody else's job.
1: Let's talk about some movies. You have a movie that you said is like the life.
0: Oh yeah. The movie waiting. Love it. If you've ever worked in a restaurant and you watch that movie, it will feel exactly like you're at work. You'll recognize every single one of those characters. You'll recognize the people that they're waiting on. You'll recognize the management. Clearly the people that wrote that movie spent a lot of time working in restaurants. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, so that when I first saw that movie, I I think I was too close to still waiting tables for it to be funny. Like, it was like, this was too close. But now it's hilarious, and it's just like this little chunk of time in my life, like a nice little remembrance of
1: what it was like. What it
0: was like to work in a restaurant.
1: (laughs) Did you identify with any particular character, or did you identify characters that were like, wow? They got that right. There's always that goofy busboy kid and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: mostly it's like, yeah, they got that right. Like the goofy busboys that are like doing whippets in the cooler or whatever. And like, the, you know, there's always like the sage old dishwasher that will dispense life advice mm-hmm. from behind the, the machine and like the crazy line cooks. I knew all those guys. Nailed and it. And all those girls. They nailed it. It was <laughs> crazy. So anyway, if you want to know what it's like to work in a restaurant, just go watch Waiting.
1: I think Office Space was like that for a lot of people who worked in That's offices. what I've heard. I've
0: never really worked in an office. This, this is the closest. Yeah,
1: this is the closest, and but I get it. Everything with the copier, I understand all that now. I hate the copier. I will take our copier out in the parking lot and destroy it some days. <laughs> it would destroy me first, I'm sure, but Office Space is one of those movies, and when people see it, and you, there's lines you can say, and people know exactly what you're quoting, yep. which is great. Like, I need you to come in on Saturday. Everybody knows what that's from. And I just, I like that they can take a movie like that and kind of capture that collective dread that we all have <laughs> for an office <laughs> job. Yeah. So that one was, that one's one I enjoy. Don't really relate uh, to it. I relate to it more now than before.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, Another movie that I've been told is probably pretty close to the real thing is The Devil Wears Prada with the terrible, like, toxic work environment of working in women's fashion and, like, cutthroat. And that, unfortunately, that's just, that's the environment that exists for that. But I've heard that that movie is very realistic. Did you watch that movie?
1: I have not seen it. I can only imagine how horrible it is, women's fashion.
0: Well, I know there's a show from your youth that you're, like, super into.
1: The ultimate job was Kolchek, the Night Stalker. Kolchek was this schlubby, down-on-his-luck newspaper guy that always got the lead on some strange case week after week that led to him finding some monster that he could never prove, like he had proof, but the proof always went missing or the pictures he took were overexposed so they didn't come out. Darren McGavin played him. It came out in the 70s. It was just a great show when you're a kid. You watch it now and you're like, uh eh. <laughs> the Headless Biker. It seemed way cooler when you're like eight. Sure. But when you're. Headless
0: anything seems cool when you're eight. Yeah,
1: but then when you see the same thing when you're. I mean, you're 50 whatever and it's it's obviously a stunt man with you know a build-up his arms are way down there and his shoulders are like six feet over his his arms and uh you're like oh how did that ever freak me out when i was a kid but that's the magic of being a kid and watching stuff like that but yeah carl kolchik always kind of wanted to work for a newspaper, to be a newspaper reporter, to be like Carl Kolchak. And it's probably best that I didn't because I think those jobs are gone too.
0: I think most – yeah, a lot of them are gone. And also, I I just don't think you get to be – not everybody gets to be the guy that catches the monsters.
1: Nope.
0: And I guess he never caught any monsters. He
1: never really did. I would say that probably there could have been another show about the people that had to clean up after his monster adventures. And that tends to be the job most of us get in life, cleaning up.
0: That's the movie I want, a Marvel movie.
1: <laughs> the guys who come in and clean up the city after they destroy it? Yes. They're the real heroes. Exactly. They are the real heroes. So one last movie, which is a very positive spin on jobs.
0: Yes. Empire Records. That movie, it bombed at the box office, but as things used to do by word of mouth – it went like skyrocketing to cult status almost immediately. Kids were passing it around to their friends. I guess probably video stores have right. a lot to do with that. Um, I remember watching it in high school.
1: And was it? Like, it was like
0: we checked it out from the video okay. store. Okay. I was
1: going to say, you and some friends checked it out yes. or watched it on cable or something?
0: Yes. And my favorite thing about that movie is The Found Family. Like, I guess I like that theme. Like, they, are all teenagers from different walks of life that come together in a found family. I don't know. It's heartwarming to me. It's There's something crazy. endearing about yeah. seeing
1: a, a family made up of young people. Yeah. And they all have an idea of who they are and what they're going to do, but none of them have any idea of who they are or what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and they all kind of figure it out together.
0: And they obviously care about each other. They have written those characters to obviously care about each other. Yeah. Yeah regardless of differences or whatever.
1: And then in all that wonderful teen angst and drama, you drop Rex Manning in the middle of it, <laughs> and then boom, it's Rex Manning Day, and nothing bad can happen on Rex Manning Day. Say no more. So we will celebrate Empire Records next week.
0: I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I am too. I, I took home, I uh, can't hardly wait, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I really enjoyed. I think we're gonna we might play the trailers to the movies too to kind of get everybody in the mood for what we're talking about and um, and that it's kind of cool because the trailers start in the eighties, nineties, and then Can't Hardly Wait it was like two thousand two thousand one.
0: I think it was two thousand or ninety nine.
1: Ninety nine. So like. <laughs> Teen movies don't sound any different Nope. 30 years later. They do not. The teen movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s all sound the same. It's amazing. Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And I will probably watch Fast Times over again, too, because I just love that
0: movie. Yeah, I'll probably watch Can't Hardly Wait over again, too. So, so we'll have a fresh perspective.
1: Yes. So we have three movies to watch this week, and I am so cool with that.
0: That means <laughs> <laughs> I want mean, to stay up past my bedtime.
1: I think we can do it. I, yeah. I'm not so old that I can't stay up watching. I can watch a half hour every day. Oh. You're going
0: to have to watch 45 minutes every day. Oh, my God. Well, see, there well, we go. We can right. do it. I believe in you. All right. We're
1: going to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we hope to see you next time. Yes. And you know what they say don't, don't trust, trust robots. robots.
1: Bye. The views expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Huntsville-Madison County Library System. For more information on the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library, visit us online at hmcpl.org. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today, visit your local library, which is us. No representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project.